Serving up a healthy dose of news, traffic, and engaging opinion. This is Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML. There is a number, there are a number of tenants groups who are pushing for a new rule within the city to have a maximum heat bylaw that if the temperatures get up to a certain sweltering level during a heat wave that people who live in their apartments or wherever else should be looked after by not broiling in that unit. want to bring in um, Stuart Klazinga from Acorn Hamilton who joins us now. Stuart, thank you for doing this today. Hi, uh, thank you for having me on. Really appreciate you doing this. How, how would you like to see something like this work? What, in your mind, what would be the, the bylaw? How would this work? What would we be looking at? So um, the Residential Tenancies Act, uh, provincial legislation, and Hamilton's own uh, heat bylaw already have provisions in place for uh, requiring heat be available in the winter. Uh, so uh, they both state that uh, unit has to be at least 20 degrees Celsius in all habitable spaces. Uh, so really, we're just looking to um, copy most of that language. Uh, and just instead of uh, above at or above 20 degrees in habitable spaces, just change it to at or below 26 degrees in all habitable spaces. And uh, the reason for 26 degrees is because uh, that's that's sort of the threshold where um, you know vulnerable people's health can really start to uh, be affected by. Uh, the heat and it can really uh, start to have a negative effect on uh, on their health and and this like the the seriousness of this is just as great as it is with cold like people can die as a result so um, it is something that we believe is is important to protect people from and who would um would this be for every Ideally, would this be for every apartment unit in the city or would it be only for certain ones with tenants that have certain challenges or what, again, what's the, what would be the vision for the idea? So in the end, every rental, uh, across the city, be it an apartment, be it a townhouse, be it a, uh, single detached home that's being rented, um, you know, they would all be covered just as uh, those other legislations I mentioned. They they cover all rentals for heat. Um, now, whether or not everything uh, comes in all at once or is phased in gradually, that has yet to be seen because certainly Hamilton has a very large tenant uh, population. So um, having something like this come in, there will be logistical issues that will have to be contended with, uh, such as the uh, supply of, of, of these units, uh, the supply of the manufacturing, the supply of installers, the supply of technicians, all those types of things. Um, so it's not going to happen overnight just because it can't, but uh, how long it takes to implement um you know, we're still waiting to, to flesh all those details out entirely. One of the challenges, I would assume, we all know what housing costs in the city already. It's, a, it's an expensive place mm-hmm. to live, an expensive place to rent. Are you concerned that if you do this, that the people who rent the apartments are simply going to pass along the costs to the tenants and the tenants are ultimately going to end up paying for this? 
So uh, the Residential Tenancies Act, um, a lot of Hamilton's rentals are still rent-controlled. Uh, new builds uh, from the last uh, couple of years are not. So those landlords would be able to, um, you know, arbitrarily increase the price uh, of rent once a year. Um, I really don't know if there's anything that can be done uh, in those cases. Uh, but as far as anything older than a few years, those rents can only increase by a certain percentage each year. And so we're not worried about those uh, units being affected by the price. And as for the cost of rentals overall, I mean, we've seen this skyrocketing already without um, without uh, any protection provisions being added to what to what's already there. So, um, I mean, the rent is going to increase whether whether landlords are being required to protect their their tenants or not so do we do we know if this kind of thing exists in other cities this protection in canada no uh there is a municipality in uh ontario i believe it's mississauga but i could be wrong that uh, has um uh it it has yeah so mississauga has i i just checked my notes mississauga does have a maximum heat bylaw uh, that requires 26 degrees, but it only applies uh, in units where air conditioning is already present. So, like, a lease already includes air conditioning as one of the amenities. Um, So, otherwise, in Canada, we would be the first, uh, but we are also one of the most affected cities uh, of this kind of extreme heat because of our heat dome and, and, and stuff like that. A lot of parking lots and uh, a lot of humidity because of uh, where we are geographically. Uh, the only uh, city that was uh, said to be more affected by this is going to be Windsor. Um, so Hamilton is a definitely a good starting point for such a bylaw to, uh, to be brought in. There are a few jurisdictions in, in the United States that have bylaws similar to what uh, we want and in those places uh, we've seen that the landlords initially complain about it but eventually they just go along with it and now it's just part of the routine so Stuart one of the uh, and I mean maybe we're getting too specific here but how would this be enforced and, and it sounds like that may be a stupid question because you said okay it's 26 degrees if it's 26 degrees and you don't have air conditioning but you know I'll often go on my app on my iPhone we were just talking about iPhones a moment ago and it'll say city of Hamilton temperature is whatever but different parts of the city or you know someone's apartment may be facing the sun so their apartment is actually a lot hotter than 26 degrees how do you how mm-hmm. do you enforce this kind of thing well, so uh, it it would be the exact same as the heat uh, that's required in, in the winter. Uh, both of the legislations I mentioned earlier have uh, a very um, specific rubric as to how temperature is uh, tested and, and determined. Uh, so, so basically, uh, the temperature needs to be um, what that, like, um, sorry, the, the temperature needs to be at the temperature required by the law, I believe it's one meter up from the ground and uh, one meter out from the wall. 
in any habitable space. So, uh, and, and I get, and I get, no, and I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be ridiculous here. I really am not. I'm wondering, is it then, is it measured by the city? If the city yes. weather yes. has a 26, Hamilton was 26 degrees today. Does that count as the measurable or does it have to be in each unit that you would have to measure, I guess, is what I'm getting at? No, it's, it, it it's the inside temperature, not, not the outside temperature. So, um, you know, if I think that my unit is too cold in the winter, I leave a digital thermometer on my desk okay, for a while okay. and I find, okay, the last two days it's been 18 degrees. I call the city. They send someone over with uh, temperature measuring equipment. They measure in the appropriate places. They determine, yep, you're right, it is too cold in here. They send a letter to the landlord saying, hey, you have to ensure that this unit uh, that you own is um, kept uh, at a suitable temperature. That's, okay, so. that, that makes sense. So it's, so it's each individual you would record it yourself as opposed to just a, uh, a citywide. All right, it, look, it's a fascinating topic. I wish we had a lot more time to talk about it. Um, Stuart Klazinga from Acord and Hamilton, thank you so much for taking time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. Wake up with the information you need to get the most out of your day. You're listening to Good Morning Hamilton with Rick Zamperin on 900 CHML.